Hello and welcome back to the Optimizing Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Marty Kendall. On this show, we take an engineering approach and speak to the experts about the insights into weight loss, fasting and nutrition, as well as real life people about their journey of nutritional optimization. Welcome, Jane Getting. How are you going today? Doing great, Marty. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to chat. I, I'm just loving talking to people about their journey. Um, it's really hard to explain what we do with data-driven fasting and nutrient optimizer. They go, you know, what, what is it? What's it like? What can I compare it to? It's like, oh, it's really just sort of hard to explain. So it's great to just get people on to have a chat mm-hmm. about their actual journey and and see how our analysis and systems come to life in real life people. And I just, it's so rewarding to hear those stories and get to capture them and share them for other people to get a feel for what this is all about. So yeah, um, you you did um, data-driven fasting in January and then our recent masterclass and you've uh, stepped up to be a, a, a moderator for a data-driven fasting group and part of the wonderful community. We're just finishing off the the challenge with 836 people and it's just been a really lovely warm community so everybody's said how cool it is just um you know just enjoyed being a part of the community so thank you for contributing to that and and we really really value that so yeah my pleasure my pleasure um so, so how did you come to all this how did you stumble into the world of nutritional optimization what's your what's your little backstory and uh okay. motivation and your why so um you know, I've always struggled with my weight off and on over the decades, decades. Um, to be honest. And um, I did Weight Watchers for, gosh, a couple decades even. Wow. But I was always hungry. Yeah. Now, I had success on Weight Watchers. I did lose yep. weight. Yep. Um, they asked me to be a spokesperson, but I said no, because I thought I could reach more people because um, I worked in the medical field. Yeah, and it would be a conflict of, conflict of interest if I worked for them. I, I felt right, right. Um, but I was always hungry. Yeah. Um, truthfully, I started exploring other avenues because I just Weight Watchers just wasn't doing it for me. Yep. And I was listening to public radio, and oh, wow. Nina Teicholz yep. was on when her book came out. Yeah. And I was getting ready for work one day, and my husband at the time was also doing Weight Watchers with me, but he had high blood pressure, prediabetes, um, IBS, eczema, um, and high cholesterol. And as they were doing this book review, I said, I came running out of the bathroom. I said, I've, I've got us a new mission. And <laughs> and so we, we kind of... <laughs> Jumped onto the low carb, low low yep. carb, high fat bandwagon. Yep. Um, fortunately for my husband, all of his medical issues improved within three months. Resolved, wow. I should say. Resolved. That's, That's exciting. Which was astounding to us. But it it still wasn't enough for me. I mm. all the fat intake was yep. just troublesome for me. So then we tried to go to um, carnivore. Yep. My husband actually is still carnivore and I'm not. Yep. Um, I tried intermittent fasting and extended fasting. Mm. 
I tried measuring my ketones over the years. Um, I've listened to over 100 podcasts of mm. a variety of researchers, and I've always followed the medical literature mm. um, over the years working in medicine. Um, you, I looked back in my records, I've been following you since 2017. <laughs> 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 I saw um, a little thing pop, pop up on my Facebook the other day. It's been six years started, since I started the Optimizing Nutrition blog. So it's been, uh, didn't quite understand it and take over my life the way it has, but uh, yeah. it's been a hell of a fun What journey. a great thing for us that yeah. it has. <laughs> I'm just chuffed when people want to listen. So, yeah, just keep on digging down the rabbit holes. Um, so so I, I followed a, a whole bunch of researchers. My husband and I actually um, traveled across the United States maybe a half dozen times to go to low carb conferences. Yep. Yep. But most of the time they were also focused on the higher fat. And um, I, I have come to the realization that I was just getting too much fat. Mm. And mm. Um, the, um, by the time data driven fasting came, this uh, recent challenge in January, you know, we're coming mm. off of a year of COVID which mm. wasn't good for us. And wasn't I had a drug. Yeah, I had a drug reaction about a year ago. And wow. so I, I had trouble exercising for a good six or eight months. Yep. And um, it just was the turning point for me. And I'm like, you know, I've been assimilating all this scientific information. I've tried a lot of things. I'm just going to go back to what I think I understand and logically yep. makes sense. Yeah, and it's so I started data-driven fasting. And, and learning head knowledge often doesn't translate into action and results. It, it takes time to train your your lizard brains through repetitive steps and little tiny habits. And that's you know, Alex loves tiny habits, and we build everything mm -hmm. around just building tiny habits that make the retrain your mm -hmm. lizard brain. Basically. Right. Right. You know, it's kind of funny you would say that because I think I said this once to you before, even uh, working in medicine, it's hard for the medical community to change. Mm. Even with the science that comes out, there it changes hard for human beings. Mm. And um, deviating from the, the current norm mm. puts you as an outlier. Mm. And so then you have to worry about not fitting in you have to worry mm. about reimbursement here in america you have to worry about the litigious aspect of it because you're not doing what everybody else is doing and yeah. it just takes so long for um the medical community to come around mm. and during my practice years you know i had diabetic patients and i would i would just hate to put them on insulin mm. i would hate it they hated it too, but I hated yeah, doing it's like that. going on insulin because it, it uh, injected insulin tends to lead to increased appetite and often exactly and weight gain. Weight gain, yes, and worsening diabetes exactly. Mm. Mm. And and so you know, as I'm processing all of this for years, um, I finally um, data driven fasting came up in January, and I'm like, I'm just going to do this. And you really jumped in all in, didn't you? I, I, I did. You, you, you sent me a spreadsheet at the end that I don't think I'd heard from you, and and I didn't look at it for ages until I finally got to do the analysis, and I went, Holy dooly, this lady smashed it! It was like, <laughs> man, off the chart. And you're the top of the leaderboard. I should show off your um, I should I'll show you, I'll show off some photos. So that was your. 
before and after that, that mm -hmm. you shot me you're very proud looking and um mm -hmm. standing top of the leaderboard with two and a half percent weight loss per week um 17 pounds difference 11 percent body fat in four weeks which is absolutely insane eight percent um body fat loss and um, mm -hmm. maybe we can talk about those charts later of what they mean and, and how mm -hmm. it all works but um yeah it's just nice to see that you followed the process and, and now yeah and you know i gotta tell you that in january that's i just that's what i did i tested in the morning i tested you know before i thought i was hungry and i ate most of the time below my trigger if i'm yeah. not mistaken um yeah, and i, 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 think, I um, didn't overthink it i didn't overthink it and that was the yeah. beauty of it there, there were a few times when you did eat over trigger but it it doesn't matter that much it's not it's progress over perfection but um right yeah but that that's a really important thing overthinking it for myself as well you have all this knowledge but you're really fighting against your lizard brain and, and it's hard mm -hmm. to tell how much is just your subconscious who wants to keep you alive rationalizing all these different things and negotiating to, mm -hmm. to give you what you want to survive rather than what's necessarily healthy for you. So hopefully, yeah, mm -hmm. it's nice when those two things come together as well when mm -hmm. survival and giving your body what it needs is is also healthy for you and beneficial. So that's mm -hmm. what we try to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. So mm -hmm. how did you overcome the overthinking? You just followed the process and, and I just go. followed the process and I just had faith. I, I truly just had faith. And <sighs> learning when to eat so that in the evenings, I, I wasn't even hungry because I had learned what hunger really was, yeah. what, what hunger was for me. Mm. And, and I think that everybody's journey will be different because we're mm. all different human beings. Um, but it was just, it was so easy. It was so simple. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. Um, I, Do I, I need to refuel? Yes, no. Okay, cool. It's yeah, just exactly. Um, and I treasure, I treasure our community in DDF. I treasure it. And I'm still learning so much from people, but, and people are so smart, you know, they are, they come with backgrounds like I have, who I have been analyzing all this medical literature, scientific studies, and still it took me years to come to terms with it, mm. processing it and practicing it. Mm. And, um, I see all these smart people in our DDF group. And I, I sometimes I just want to say, just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Just test when you're hungry. Eat below trigger. That's all you have to focus on right now. Yep. And, and and I was there too. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted things to happen overnight, but I didn't get this way overnight. And I don't expect DDF to fix it overnight. Um, I'm excited and enthusiastic to have progress. But mm. part of the journey is making these like you said, little habits that mm. are going to last a lifetime. The more your body rebels and wants to binge and rebound and then you feel like a failure and then that inner psyche just, you know, yep. collapses and you, mm -hmm. you stall and you go, I can't do this, it's not for me and give up. Mm -hmm. But we just say, you know, I know you want to lose everything in the first week, but let's just take it slowly and, and yeah. go yeah. down go down slowly. So we should look at your... um your chart so this to explain to people this is your weight on this axis versus your 
pre-meal blood sugars. So in, in the first three days of baselining, you test before you eat normally, mm-hmm. eat whatever you normally do, and then uh, record your blood sugar before it. And we give it, get a, a three-day baseline, which is the average of those first three days. And then as you move forward and successfully test and eat below your blood, uh, your current trigger, that just continually drops. It's like a little, it was they chase the trigger. It's like a moving target. It's like a like the carrot in front of the donkey that just leads it a little bit further ahead each time without falling off a cliff of let's do an extended fast when you eat 10 times a day from McDonald's. It's, it's just, you know, let's take a tiny change. And you can see, you know, the blue line is the trigger. Um, the orange line is your weight. And uh, they followed fairly lockstep together, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then your waist to height ratio, it's just the same line. It's, you know, the amount of energy stored in your body, your body fat, your waist measurement is so correlated with your blood sugar. It's just the perfect fuel gauge that mm-hmm. to really give people, um, it calms the lizard brain and it seems to attack your body fat. That's the mm-hmm. great thing I've seen. People keep saying, how does how's this work so well for my waistline and my body fat? Uh, maybe I don't le- lose a lot of weight, but it just seems to target um, that part of your body that most people want to get rid of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fully agree. Yeah. And easy. It was just so easy, Marty. <sighs> it just, it really was. That's just the beauty of DDF is it's just simple and easy. Yep. And I felt like things just melted off. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good to hear. We've got a million, people ask a million questions. And we've, well, not a million, we've got a hundred frequently asked questions that we've written up in the in the manual and share with people and try to answer everybody's questions to understand how it works. But just following the system that does work just tends to work mm-hmm. better when you don't overthink mm-hmm. it, you throw yourself off. So, um, and then you came into the masterclass. How did the masterclass complement DDF? We, we tend to say, you know, masterclass is a great place. Uh, sorry, data-driven fasting is a nice place to start because it's fairly simple, like you say. But eventually, you know, when you eat, it's important. But eventually, what you eat becomes important mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, if you're coming from a, a high-fat keto approach, a lot of people find they get their blood sugars to be stable, but they're not losing weight because they're tipping in a whole lot of fuel into their mm-hmm. fat fuel tank, and uh, even while their glucose tank is is low, mm-hmm. so that dialing in what you eat to maximize satiety like you talk about you know you can do weight watches you can lose weight but if you're always hungry it's never going to last so you have to find a sustainable mm-hmm. way to lose weight mm-hmm. you can maintain and enjoy and you're not mm-hmm. continually plagued with hunger mm-hmm. so yeah, masterclass how did you find that experience so the masterclass is in, it's intense i'm not gonna <laughs> lie <laughs> it's really intense um but it was um uh, it was a beautiful uh um mental challenge yep uh, one of the things i found is each week we had a new focus mm. and i felt that by the end of the week i just was starting to get the hang of it and you changed the plan <laughs> so i kind of always felt a step behind uh, um, there's a lot to cover in six weeks, but we sort of wanted to, you know, it needs yeah. to be six weeks long and, and and people keep coming back in again and again and go, oh, this is yeah. great, but there's so much I didn't get. I need to come back again yeah. and, yeah, yes. which, is, which yes. is cool. You only need to, yeah. most people and just need to pick that week two of picking up 
if I prioritize protein, I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you know, dialing in fat carbs and micronutrients. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just the icing on the cake from there. Right, right. I, I really liked the the lesson on carbs. I really, really liked the lesson on fats. But when we got to those micronutrients and I had to learn how to figure out that puzzle, <laughs> that that was a fun challenge. Yep. Um, but when I figured some of those things out, I was shocked. I was literally shocked at little tiny tweaks, a little addition of this or that, yep. and yep. how amazing I felt when right. and I'm talking physically, physically wow. amazing. I felt like I was um, superwoman. Wow. Seriously. It was incredible. It was incredible. Cool. And and I don't know if you're still following me, but I am still doing, I am still working on it. I'm trying to um, look at it every day. Um, yep. I lost, well, from my records, I think I lost another 11 pounds during the wow. masterclass. Wow. Um, <laughs> and what did she was 17 in, in data-driven fasting? Yep. And then wow. this last DDF, I think I've only lost about six. Okay, but, well, you, you're pretty much getting to where you need to be, I think. <laughs> no, I'm almost there. But what I want to say is I am going to take a break. I'm yep. actually looking forward. I, I switched to maintenance in DDF yep. because I'm listening to you and I'm trusting the process. <laughs> when you're getting too focused, you need to just take a step back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to take a step back and I'm just going to maintain now during our I'm going to stay on maintenance and maintain during these couple week breaks. And I might even just moderate the next EDF. I haven't quite decided yet. I might actually participate too. Um, But I'm definitely going to do the masterclass again because I want to cement those things that I learned in. Um, But I'm going to, I'm going to do DDF again at some Mm. point, if not in April. Mm. Um, Again, Um, I have those last 10 pounds and, I think you even said it once, the closer you get to your goal, a little bit harder mm. it is. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. People find the way. Yeah, and I think I'm there. Yeah. I think I'm there, so I just need to take a little break. And I, I'm and okay with that because I'm at a good spot. I'm practicing maintaining. Losing weight, you can inject a whole lot of focus for a while, but then actually maintaining it and not rebounding it is mm-hmm. even harder and most people fail at it. So just mm-hmm. to find that with the DDF app, we – just guide people to, you know, track occasionally, weigh yourself occasionally. And if you find yourself going up, the new maintenance trigger will drop. And if you find yourself going up too much, you can jump back in and go again. And mm-hmm. when you get to that point where you're not food focused and stressed mm-hmm. and anxious mm-hmm. anymore and your lizard brain settles back down and goes, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. chilled with this weight, let's go again. And you can right. keep on pounding away to your goal. And definitely in the mm-hmm. everything I hear in the bodybuilding sphere is like you need those diet breaks and and the Mm long-term success of of reaching a goal depends on being able to practice those interim Mm -hmm. periods of of maintenance you can't just keep on hammering forever because if you drop you'll bounce back up correct that's how i feel too i feel the exact same way correct and so i've I've chosen to switch to maintenance already and that's what i'm going to do and that's what i'm going to i'm just going to maintain here Mm-hmm. That's great. Congratulations. I yeah. love to hear the, um, the effects of dialing in in micronutrients. That's really yeah, incredible. It was astounding to me. I saw you put out that survey and somebody says, what surprised you the most? 
yeah. in the master class. That was probably the single biggest surprise yeah. that caught me totally off guard. And what changed? Totally off guard. What did you feel? What did you dial? What micronutrients did you dial in? And what what were you um, lacking? And what was the response when you fixed it? I was lacking vitamin E. I was lacking vitamin D. I was lacking yep. zinc. Yep, zinc would be a um, very good one, I think, for you. And then um, uh, the the B vitamins were a little easier to mm. a- adjust. You know, I wasn't mm. as low in them, um, mm. and they were easier to tweak. Um, so those those were my real big ones, uh, for the most part. Mm. Um, what did I feel? I felt um, I felt more alert. I felt like I was sleeping better. I felt that I had incredible energy. Um, it just, it, it radiated from me. Wow. Literally, I felt like it radiated from me. Yeah. And when you're feeling energized, you're not seeking out food because, you know, when the, the whole satiety. Exactly. Micronutrient analysis shows that we keep seeking out food and it's not just protein but we we look for all the potassium and zinc and selenium and everything in our diet and we keep on eating until we get enough so we can pack more nutrients without too much energy then right you feel energized use your own body fat for fuel and you get Mm -hmm. on with feeling great Mm -hmm. and being active you don't have to worry about the metabolic slowdown i was so satiated like (laughs) it was incredible like (laughs) I felt like I could have, you know, gone on a 10 mountain trek and not eaten a thing. It was incredible. Even though you're losing weight that quickly. Even though I'm losing weight still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Weight Watchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, so what foods did you eliminate? What foods did you decide through DDF and the masterclass that they don't work for me anymore? You're saying oh, the average fat, chasing so- fat, chasing ketones. I, I quit adding all fats and I'm choosing fats um, that natural occurring fats like salmon and the hemp heart mm. seeds. Um, um, uh, very few nuts. Like um, I might use a Brazil nut for selenium and, you know, a few almonds for crunch and my yep. natural fat. Nice. Um, nice. But I don't have a whole handful yeah. because I have so many other things in my food that I, I couldn't eat a whole handful if I wanted to. There would be no room. <laughs> um, cool. the, the other thing I found was how much food I was eating and yeah. still losing weight. It was incredible. Like the, the volume of the food. Well, volume eating. of food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't surprising. feel like you're on diet. They go, what the hell is it? It's yeah, exactly. Diet food. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, I, I did. Uh, I eliminated all fruit. Okay. And I know that some people won't like to hear that, but for me, it just skyrockets my glucose, like mm. skyrockets it. Wow. And um, I, so I eliminated additional fats. I eliminated fruits. Um, I eliminated wine for the most part. Yep. I did have wine one night in the three months. Um, it, it, it just didn't sit well with me. Okay. It just didn't. What, and I haven't tried it since. Good the next day, or you thought you were drinking um, too much, or um, did I drink too much? Probably I did, um, <laughs> but it just didn't taste good. Oh, it, really? it just didn't. Yeah, I, it's like I, and I know that people tend to drink um, 
maybe not as healthy choices when they have alcohol. Yeah. Um, I've always been a wine lover. Mm. Uh, I don't drink every day. I don't even drink every week, but um, I have a great wine cellar. <laughs> um, but for some reason, it just doesn't taste, it just, wine just doesn't taste good to me anymore. Yeah, maybe body that's, fat, I guess that's not a bad thing, you know? I don't need those nutrients. I don't need what that's yeah. doing anymore. I can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I cut out all snacking, like no snacking at night, except yeah. for the night I had wine. I did have some kettle corn, which yep. didn't help. Um, but no snacking and not even, you know, healthy snacks. There's just nothing. I just yeah. have no desire to snack whatsoever. Wow. None. DDF yeah. quickly smashes the snacking. It habit. really did. Yep. Yeah. It really did. Mm -hmm. Once you can see your blood glucose and you're chasing a lower trigger, you realize that that snack has, you know, comes with a price. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am hoping when I'm a little bit more metabolically flexible, I would like yeah. to try oatmeal sometime with egg. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. just just to see what happens. But yeah. you know, I I cut oatmeal out, um, you know, a couple of years ago, if not even many years ago. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Between uh, intermittent and extended fasting and carnivore and yeah. low carb, I haven't had oatmeal in maybe a decade. Yeah, um, I think carnivore can be really useful to as a as an elimination diet to drop everything out that could be inflammatory and have an autoimmune mm -hmm. response. And then you can go, okay, I, I want to try that food. It'll give me the nutrients I need. Let's try it, see how I respond, see how I yep. feel. Does it yep. feel good? You know, yep. what is it? Yep. Maria, Maria Kondo, does this bring me joy? No, throw, yes, keep. Yep. You know, exactly. Good philosophy. <laughs> uh, she's cool. So um, what, what, what was the hardest thing about all this? Is there anything that was difficult? It sounds like it was too easy to be true. So um, with DDF, there was nothing that was hard whatsoever. Nothing um, un until, this so until this past week. Until this past week. I find that hard to believe. Come on. No, no hunger, satiated. There was, there was nothing about DDF that was hard until this past week when I was having trouble reaching my trigger. Yep. And I, I think it's all psychological. And yep. I just decided to take that break. Yeah. Yeah. But when, I have when you get stressed, yeah, yep. when you get stressed, it can mm -hmm. mess with the mm -hmm. system, and, and you're, mm -hmm. you know, stressing itself over chasing the trigger will raise your blood sugars. So at that point, yeah, you just need to take a mental break, give yep. give your brain a, a de-stress, yep. and back off for mm -hmm. a while. And you can always come mm -hmm. back later once you've practiced maintenance for a while. Yeah. But yep. yeah, you really should celebrate the amazing progress you've made. And, Absolutely, you know, I'm very, I'm very pleased with the progress I've had. Incredible. 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 Thanks to you and Alex. So. <laughs> um, and um, how, yeah, how do you feel now than before? What do people say when they see you? People are shocked when they see me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I become a lot a different person. Basically, yeah. I think I'm down total 36 pounds or 38 pounds total wow. since January, wow. since we started. Um, wow. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Wow. That is huge. Yeah, yeah. So it, it feels fabulous. After decades of trying to find the magic bullet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm shocked at how quickly it happened. I never expected it to happen that quickly. Once you gave your body what it needed, when it needed. Exactly. And like I said, it melted off. It literally, it, it felt like it melted off. It was incredible. 
I love this. I love this. I'm not paying you to say this. Or didn't you you are not paying me a thing. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I've offered to pay you money for, for your program and you won't let me. <laughs> what is wrong with this, Marty? <laughs> I just said, yeah, help out in the community. That's what we really need. Anyway. And I'm going to do um, that. And I'm honored yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so any, any, what are you learning from maintenance? You know, that, that's another challenge. Do you, do you have any tips or are you still learning? Um, I think I'm still too new into it right now um, to, to offer any tips. Yep. Um, maybe I'll have more tips the next, you know, DDF when someone wants to go into maintenance. Um, so... Uh, I, I I really can't say too much. I've just been on it a couple of days. Um, so far, so good. Um, I'm still trying to keep my, uh, without focusing intensely, I'm still trying to uh, let everything go, but still trying to keep my head level. And it's mm. fairly easy. It's fairly easy, mm. but I don't have any good tips on. Yeah. I, I think it's a culmination of all the things you've taught me. Hopefully, all the habits that you've learned so, since exactly. January sort of continue because we're not just throwing you into a here's a thirty day meal plan and you have to hit six hundred calories below your maintenance and at the end mm-hmm. you've lost weight but then you've learned nothing about how to mm-hmm. eat you've learned nothing mm-hmm. about how to plan and prepare food what do you enjoy mm-hmm. what do you hate and you go I I really hate these foods <laughs> I want my wine and nuts and bulletproof coffee again and it's all over and then you feel like a failure and mm-hmm. that's a really bad place to be yep i agree i agree and thankfully i'm not there so yeah no we don't we that's you know we don't really care how much weight you lose during the process but we want you to learn how to you know you you want to come out of it with knowledge and exactly. not just knowledge experience and habits that you can continue with over the long term so exactly mm-hmm. um, yeah. we're not the biggest loser although i don't know you you might qualify for the leaderboard <laughs> on the biggest loser <laughs> <rate you've gone. laughs> anyway so maybe um unless anybody else listening has got any other questions to throw in um yeah what advice would you give for people starting out like uh, from wh- what would what advice would you give jane in uh New Year's Day in January? Um, I would say, I would tell Jane to trust the process and not overthink things. Mm. DDF is just straightforward and simple and easy Mm. and don't make it harder than it needs to be Mm. because you have plenty of time to do that. Mm. Once, 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 once you figure out when to eat, you have plenty of mm. time to figure out all the complexities around the food. Mm. Yeah, what to eat is definitely the next part of the equation. And everybody, mm-hmm. what do I eat first up? And it's like, no, 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 just, just you know, don't overwhelm yourself because too much right. information all at once, too many changes. You'll right, exactly. Off. You won't get the success you will. So let's get that first part. Let's get the ball rolling, and then you can go mm-hmm. on okay cool now i'm not mentally overloaded I'm, I'm ready for the next part of the puzzle that we try to just unravel over time we try to lead people down the path from where they are now to where they need to be it's a journey towards optimal not you know let's get you there immediately mm-hmm. and tell you everything teach you everything and then 
go implement these 50 things that you just learnt in your head. You'll never implement it in your life. You'll just be right. confused, overwhelmed and fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so any, any other tips for Jane three months um, ago? So, so three months ago, those would be my biggest tips. Keep it simple. Just learn when to eat. That's all you need to do. And, and as painful it is for these intelligent people who are so enthusiastic and exciting, I would tell them all over again, just learn yeah. when to eat. Yeah. That is half your battle right there. Yeah. yeah. And then once you get that down, then you can learn about what to eat. Yeah. And that's where the master class is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. People think the data driven fasting app is pretty cool, but then nutrient optimizer is a mm-hmm. whole new rabbit hole that we've just thrown mm-hmm. everything it now we're just trying to simplify it and make it mm-hmm. easier because we you know things like twitter are very simple um instagram it works because it's mm-hmm. very so we just mm-hmm. try to continually refine it to make it simpler and simpler mm-hmm. for people to, mm-hmm. to not fall off so another so, thing i learned marty was to um dial back my exercise okay which surprised me it's one of mm. those surprising things um and I, my heart goes out to our community who um, I understand the um, the uh, endorphins that are released with high intensity interval training. Mm. I used to be an aerobics queen instructor. I was all about HIT. Yep. And um, I think that resistance training is where it's at. Mm. Keep your lean body mass yep. um, and limited limited do resistance training to failure two days a week and that's it and the rest of the days doing really low intensity exercise because it really it astounded me at how much it um improved my blood sugars yeah you you know psychologically you think high intensity will you know burn more calories yada 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 yeah it releases all that glucose yeah yeah, yeah and it's hard on your body yeah yeah, we, we think that more masochistic pain is better, whether it be extended fasting or high-intensity bursts. But like you say, that leaves you on this you know, bit of a blood sugar roller coaster from the mm-hmm. glucose released. And then that crashing effect, you then, you know, go, I'm, I'm hungry, I need to eat now, I don't care what my mm-hmm. blood sugar is, and you're falling mm-hmm. off the wagon. But just that steady state, low intensity, lots of walking, where you can still exactly. breathe easily. It trains mm-hmm. your body to burn fat. So, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. that's a, that's an amazing pro tip from mm-hmm. low intensity and resistance training and stay out of that grey zone in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right. That was, that, was, that was a revelation for me mm. after all these decades. So <laughs> Doing it, right it, was, it was good. I, I'm happy to learn it finally. You know, some people are slower than others. <laughs> what would you tell Jane 40 years ago? <laughs> I don't know if Jane would have believed me 40 years ago. I'm Jane from the future. You know? so maybe I could go, but Marty, back to the future. Anyway, don't worry. Um, bad joke. Um, anything else you wanted to add? This has been really fun and really great to hear, um, Jane. And just, it's been great to, to meet everybody. It, it has been an amazing journey. Um, I'm so thankful to you and Alex. I can't say that enough. Mm. I am so thankful for our amazing community. Mm. Our, our um, moderators are so knowledgeable. 
I still, even, even as I volunteer to be a moderator, I'm still learning things from our moderators. It's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. Just the greatest optimizing nutrition is the greatest. Oh, wow. And you Thank do you. not pay me to say that Marty. You do not. <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely value the community. I keep saying, um, all the systems and knowledge and analysis is is nothing without the community to bring mm -hmm. it along. People who have mm -hmm. been on that journey and are still on that journey and can then share with the people who you know you are a great teacher for somebody to, to for Jane three months ago. Um, mm -hmm. Somebody who's been doing it for five years forgets what it was like. So it's just great to continue to grow the community with mm -hmm. new people who have done it to focus on the new people that are, are coming mm -hmm. in and take them on the journey that they learned a month ago. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. It's, um, yes. Thank you so much for the chat. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for agreeing. My to pleasure, Marty. My Thanks pleasure. Really yeah. Cool. Have a great day. And, um, you too. Thank you so much. See okay. Bye-bye.